This is the Partnership Podcast, where we bring you all things business from the Vale Valley, including business news, current issues, advocacy alerts, community conversations, and more. Presented by Vale Valley Partnership. This is the Partnership Podcast. It's Eric Williams. Glad to be with you. I am joined by President and CEO of Vale Valley Partnership, Chris Romer. How are you doing? I'm doing great. It's good to be here with you. It's uh, always good to talk about things that can help the community. You have been uh, beating this drum for how long now? How long have we been talking about the idea of a regional transit authority? Because I kind of put the cart before the horse. That's where we're going with this, regional transit authority. Yeah, so when you were talking about the beating the drum to help the community, I was thinking... Well, I've been here 25 years and I've been at the partnership for 16. So a, a long, beating. a long, long time yeah. of, of beating the drum. <laughs> but the Regional Transportation Authority really started, that effort started in 2019. And then in January of 2020, led by the business community and the Vail Economic Advisory Council, Beaver Creek Economic Advisory Council, stakeholders in Avon and the Vail Valley Partnership, again, a private sector led initiative to work with our local transit agencies and EcoTransit and Eagle County to explore a better model. How do we build a better mousetrap? How do we help our workforce? How do we help our economy? How do we help our environment? How do we help the improve the livability in the Eagle River Valley? So that, that's where it really started. It's been a three-year effort. The potential reaches of this go, like you're saying, environmental and uh, and you know emotional and all the different places that we're going. Uh, but uh, let's go back to a little bit of um, where this came from. So we our current eco transit system uh, is not a regional transit authority. Let's break it down really simple. What's the difference between that and what we have now? Yeah, it's a great question, and it's important for people to understand. Eco transit has been around since 1995, and they do a, a pretty good job with the tools that they are given. Uh, but they're showing up at the job site with half of a tool belt and without a toolbox and with a, a fraction of the resources they need to really accomplish the goal, which is to move people around our valley in an efficient and effective manner. So if you don't have all the tools, you're fighting with one hand tied behind your back to change up my analogies here. It's really difficult to accomplish those goals. So the Ecotransit is a department of Eagle County. Um, the Regional Transportation Authority is a collaborative, multi-jurisdictional model. All of the towns and entities that opt into the district when we get our ballots um, the week of the 17th of October through November 8th, Election Day, we have the opportunity to vote yes for transit. That will create the multi-jurisdictional Regional Transportation Authority. That moves the eco-transit away from a county department, creates a new collaborative model with, with more representation, with an elected official from each of the communities that opt into the district, um, with a new half-cent sales tax, half, half of a penny, 50 cents on $100, to help fund the initiative. And it allows us to accomplish a litany of goals that I'm sure we're going to talk about and um, it becomes a better model and allows us to accomplish those things in a, in a really meaningful way. Let's talk about uh, some of the different goals that uh, you're, you're chatting about. You know, half cent, uh, as we say, kind of seems to make a lot of sense, but it's, we do want to know where all of this is going. There are so many different pieces. Uh, the environmental aspect being one that uh, people want to talk about, the electrification of the fleet. Is that something included? 
it is something that's included. And let's 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 hit these kind of one by one. Okay, what environmental will first, yeah. <laughs> environmental first? Eric wants to talk about the I environmental aspects. We'll talk about the environmental aspects. Um, and and again, this has those three tiers of of people, of economy, and environment. The RTA will allow us within the next um, eight years or so to move the move the fleet to an electric fleet away from the gas and, and diesel buses to an electric fleet, and that has huge upside. It also allows us to leverage that those federal funds that are very very hard for a department of the county to tap into that a regional group can do. So there's there's actually funds from outside the community that can help us achieve some of these goals. So the, envi- the first part of the environmental is that electrification. The other part of the environmental benefit um, has other impacts as well. It benefits um, with fewer cars on the road and, and fewer, um, less traffic going to and from the, the job core and the back and forth to Eagle and Gypsum areas. Um, it eliminates the single car use so some of the things the RTA will do and some of the transit improvements that will occur have environmental benefits too. So one of the things we're talking about and will be done when this passes is create a free fare zone. Two different free fare zones, a fare free zone between Eagle and Gypsum to move people through the western part of the county and a free fare zone between Edwards and Vale to move people throughout the more resort core and mid-valley components. By having that free fare zone, it should increase transit ridership. And so, of course, the next question you probably have, Eric, is, well, how does that, how does that happen? Yeah. Well, it happens with, with increased reach and frequency of the buses. So think more routes, yeah. think more times, think more express buses, both from Eagle and Gypsum and within the upper part of the valley to move our workforce and move our recreation users around. So if you, as a user, say, wow, I can ride the bus for free, statistics and data and our local research shows that more people are likely to ride the bus. The other component that we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about, and again, from the it has an environmental play, um, also a workforce play and also a community benefit play, is the first and last mile solutions. And first and last mile, what that means is, how do we get into neighborhoods? How do we get to Wild Ridge? How do we get to Homestead? How do we get to Sky Legend? How do we get up Valley Road and Gypsum? How do we get to these folks who are not right on the I-20, I-70 or Highway 6 um, feeder routes where the buses primarily run? And that first and last mile solution will have things like microtransit um, and things like neighborhood van pools to make it really convenient for people to use the bus. That helps address the parking congestion problems and the traffic, the single-use car efforts, and certainly helps from an equitable standpoint for people who may not have vehicles or a family who has one vehicle for for two adults. So there's a, a litany of benefits, and many of them, if not directly, are indirectly tied to the environmental benefits. Yeah. I started with environmental, and boy, you wrapped it into every single one that we're talking about. But uh, as president and CEO of Vale Valley Partnership, one of the things that this is certainly going to lend to uh, is economic vitality. Can you speak to that, both from our small business perspective and from our larger employers, how this is going to benefit? Yeah, so anything that benefits our people 
yeah. is, is almost by definition going to benefit our economy. Our economy in Eagle County, 50% tourism and 50% non-tourism for easy round numbers. I know, I know you're not a numbers guy, Eric, so I'm no, going to keep it no, real easy for that, you. It adds up to 200%. Um, but if you're working in, in finance at a bank or you're working on a, on a job site or you're working in the hospitality industry, the ability to get to and from places in a quick and easy and convenient manner makes it easier for you to do. So it's going to help move our workforce around. Um, the shuttles and the express buses from Eagle and Gypsum to move people to the job um, centers of, of Edward Davon and Vale makes a ton of sense and benefits our, our people. That benefits our businesses. Certainly upside to our visitor economy too, to be able to move people between Vale and Beaver Creek, be able to get people to Riverwalk, be able to get people to and from the airport. Um, we all know, and many of the hotels and others in the tourism business say, you don't need a car when you come to Eagle County. You don't mm -hmm. need a car when you come to Beaver Creek. You don't need a car when you come to Vail. But in many cases, you do. You need a car to get from the Denver airport here, or you need, you know, so alleviating the need for that, again, environmental benefits, but social benefits, and certainly economic benefits. The other, the other one that's a huge economic driver is the ability for the um, EG Air Alliance to use a very small, um, about 8% allocation of the, of the funds raised to help bring a low-cost carrier and additional air service to the Eagle County Regional Airport. That's a huge economic driver outside of the mountains, the ski mountains. It's our biggest economic driver, the amount of repeat visitors and second homeowners and, and guests who utilize that airport and their support of our small businesses. Uh, but the part of that that's most exciting to me is the addition of a low-cost carrier makes the Eagle County Regional Airport much more accessible to the locals, to the local population. It alleviates our stress of having to drive to Denver. It alleviates the stress of having to deal with Denver International Airport and all the construction taking place at and around the airport, which will be taking place for the next 20 years. No, no exaggeration there. Um, and it's a better experience. So bringing a low-cost carrier in is really a locals play. It's being done for the locals. Um, but this... RTA plan and voting yes on Eagle Valley Transit is really done for the local community, for the local workforce, and for the local um, economy and environment. We uh, know that there are, are other regional transit authorities. That uh, this is not uh, something that's being invented here, but uh, you know, RAFTA, the Roaring Fork version, being one that we certainly look to uh, as uh, something that's successful. But are there other mountain communities that have also gone this route that uh, Eagle County is studying in this process? Yeah, we so we we started this process. I mentioned that this started in 2019 and early 2020, really led by the business community, and we had stakeholder groups. We engaged hundreds of people through this process, technical committees and professional committees and writers and elected officials and business community members and transit professionals and consultants. A lot of people had, a, had their fingerprints on, on how this ended up to identify the key areas and the key improvements that we're looking for as we move forward with the creation of a regional transportation authority. And we explored a dozen different models of what it might be and different ways to fund it and different ways to accomplish those goals of taking care of our people. And the Regional Transportation Authority was the one that we kept coming back to as the best model. You mentioned the Roaring Fork 
Transportation Authority. Most people are familiar with that because that's our neighbors, you know, from Rifle to Aspen along that Roaring Fork River corridor. Uh, but there are others. Uh, Gunnison has a very successful regional transportation authority. San Miguel County has a very successful regional transportation authority. And and Eric, you know me. I'm a, I'm a little bit competitive, right? I, I like and I want Eagle County to be the best. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah. I want us to be the best mountain community. Yeah. And in many ways, Vale Vale's leadership, Beaver Creek's brand positioning, the innovative approach done by our towns and special districts and the leaders at Eagle County government and our private sector employers down the line, we historically have been that leader. We have been the community that Breckenridge and Summit County or Steamboat and Route County and even Aspen, although they would never admit it, and Pitkin County, they look to us and they say, what is Eagle County doing? What is the Vale Valley doing? What are, what are those folks doing in, in Eagle County? And they look to us and they rip off and duplicate our best work. This is a situation where the, the tide has turned and we've flipped the switch and we're looking at them. So there's a little tiny bit of me that um, says we shouldn't ever be in a situation that the, they're looking, uh, that we're looking to them, um, but we're not, we're not too proud. Yeah. We're going to look to them. We're going to learn from them. We've talked to all of those operators and we'll be able to improve on, learn from their mistakes and their successes and build a better system here that I'm very sure in, in five to 10 years, folks are going to look to us and say, that's the very best transit system in the state of Colorado, much like they look at the town of Vail system now and regard it as the largest free transportation system um, of its kind. People look to us for the Eagle Valley Transportation Authority saying, man, those guys figured out how to get people out of the neighborhoods. Those guys figured out the best way to have expressed service for the workforce. They figured yeah. out ways to extend the service to get those hospitality workers home at night and, in, and down the road. And it's all, it's all interconnected and it all comes back to how we help and make our, this place better for the people that live here. Having seen some of that, uh, I so appreciate the depth of study that's gone into the, the individual population studies and uh, where this route specifically in this community and what the needs are and what the business needs are just makes a lot of sense for our community moving forward. So it's a political issue. We have to vote on it. And as one of those, there's always going to be another side. You're kind of the uh, forefront of uh, obviously you're standing here in front saying this makes a lot of sense for our community. The people who have a different opinion from you, what are they saying? Yeah, and let's be clear. I'm. I might be the front of it, but there are hundreds of business owners and sure. and people who are are standing there shoulder to shoulder with me. Um, and all those endorsements are at the website at yesfortransit.org. I haven't um, seen for anyone who's by. who's curious. Yeah. Yesfortransit.org, um, but it it has been a team effort and a, a group effort. We've had eight different entities refer this to the ballot from from Gypsum to Eagle. Vale, Avon, Redcliffe, Minturn, Eagle County, Beaver Creek Metro. So there's lots of groups there. But to your to answer your question directly, um, yeah, of course there's there's questions, and of course there is a flip side to this. Um, asking for a sales tax increase, even a half penny, that fifty cents on a hundred dollars, uh, that's that's real money, and that that will show up in um, in people spending and asking for that in, in an, an inflationary time. It gives people some cause for consternation, and that's a that's a fair 
discussion. And that's, uh, that's a discussion we want to be able to have with people. Um, I was talking to someone who said, well, Chris, if I take the bus instead of driving to Vail to park three days to ski, it's actually going to save me money. <laughs> and I said, well, right, but not everyone skis and not everyone needs that. So that's the flip side. That's the main, um, that's the main concern. There's, there's some other chatter in the community about not being enthused to vote for something um, without knowing the exact routes or the exact times that the buses will run. And that is all mapped out in the intergovernmental agreement and in the RTA plan. To That will be the first thing we do is study the exact routes and the exact times and the exact buses that need to be purchased, be it people movers or large-scale buses or Mercedes Sprinter vans or whatever the case, to accomplish the goals. But it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be really prudent or um, a good use of time to identify the exact routes and the exact times um, for, the, for the new service. But some people want that level of certainty. And yeah. again, I respect and understand that. So the, the half-penny sales tax... Is the, main, is the main concern. I've heard from one or two people who say, transit doesn't work and I hate the buses and I don't, I'm don't. i never going to vote for a tax increase. And I even got an email that told me I was a socialist pig hmm. um, because of this. And that's okay. Um, <laughs> I, I, I may be. I don't think so. Yeah. I think I'm a capitalist. <laughs> I know I appreciate the free market, but you know, sometimes when you're uh, at the front with those hundreds of business owners and community members behind you, you're the, you're the guy that takes the um, arrows and I'm, I'm fine with that. Oh, uh, so the, uh, the last question that I have is what do you say to people like me who are uh, nostalgic for maybe some of those old routes? I'm thinking that when the bars closed down back in 2001 and you might've been there as well. And then we had to take red to bed back to West Vales. There's still going to be a red to bed. That's what <laughs> I want to know. So the, the Vail <laughs> bus service, you, I know that was a joke, but the, the Vail bus service will continue to run as, as, it, as it does and as it, as it is, as will Avon and Beaver Creek. Um, ECO will be morphed into um, the new Regional Transportation Authority. All of the ECO routes will remain. So whatever exists in ECO yes, will stay. That's what I'm talking about. But the, the new RTA will expand the hours, expand the reach, expand the frequency, add the first and last mile components, move towards the electrification um, really ramp up our efforts so that we become a regional transportation authority and a community that is known for taking care of our workforce, taking care of our economy, and taking care of our environment that just frankly can't be done with the model and the resources that exist today. Um, but it, it's a really exciting future for us to be able to do. So I would say within um, one to two years, that you will see a significant increase in the routes, in the times, in the express services from Eagle and Gypsum. The free fare zones will be implemented much quicker than that. So these, these upside benefits, but it's going to take, it's probably going to take 12 to eight, 18 to 24 months to really get our proverbial sea legs under us and for people to really say, wow, look at this. Yeah. The final question that we always ask in this podcast, both you and I, is where do we find more information? But one step further than that, because this is an issue that people feel very strongly about. So in the time that we have between now and the election, for someone who does feel very strongly, I mean, obviously on either side, but certainly for the side of transit, uh, what do you want them to do in this time being? Yeah, the, the easiest thing to do, go to yes 
yesfortransit.org, yesfortransit.org. That website has all the information I talked about. It has links to the um, genesis of the project and the community ridership information and everything else that went into the formation of the referendum to go to the ballot. Um, and there's a contact us page. People can reach out to us on that, on that page and they can certainly reach out to us at the partnership. We're happy to answer any questions. We have a social media page on Facebook as well for people to, they, they're more than willing and able to converse with us there. We'll have a nice discussion there um, on social. So whatever is easier for people, email, website, social media, pick up the phone and give me a call. We're, we're happy to chat through it and answer questions and share, share feedback. And we want as much feedback as we can because feedback, the good, the bad, and the ugly make, make the process better and give us a better foundation by which to work from. Um, hopefully some of that feedback is more constructive than just, I hate you and you're a socialist pig. <laughs> I don't know that that advances the cause at all, um, but, but happy, to have, yeah. happy to have those discussions and happy to laugh about that too. Be sure to subscribe to the Partnership Podcast on whatever platform you're listening right now and find more resources at valevalleypartnership.com.